You're tuned to Jazz Haven, broadcasting live from studios in downtown New Haven, Connecticut at WNHH 103.5 FM and on the web at newhavenindependent.org and at WETF, the jazz station, 105.7 FM, South Bend, Indiana, streaming at Jazz Radio, WETF. .org. You got Stan the Man and uh, the Jazz. Of course, that's Miles Davis in the background. All blues, that's our theme here on Jazz Haven. We're fortunate once again to have uh, a guest live in the studio with us. And it's part two of what we did on February 1st during uh, Black History Month. I'd like to uh, give a Jazz Haven welcome back to Jesse Harmine II. Welcome here, Cheese. Thank you for having me back again. Uh, it's good to be here. Now, uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, a lot has happened in the uh, month and a half since we last chatted. Now, um, you are now an Ellington Fellow at Yale University, which and and you're the first and only New Haven artist to receive this award. Well. First, uh, it was uh, really an honor to uh, receive that award, uh, to be have my name among such distinguished uh, jazz masters. But however, Willie Ruff also, he wasn't born in New Haven, but he's been here for so many years, uh, connected to New Haven, <clears throat> and uh, one of the pillars of the, of the jazz community. So he also was, was awarded, so you could say Willie Ruff and me. Well, Willie Ruff lived in in Brantford, and uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to argue with you, but you know, and he he started this Ellington Foundation and the uh, the whole idea because the entire Duke Ellington collection, all of his papers and works, are now at Yale University, and yes. that uh, I guess since back in the early seventies. But I'm just going to read uh, some of the list. Now, there are only 62 people, you're number 62, who have received this designation. The first one was Duke Ellington himself, so he, he was uh, an Ellington fellow. How about Marion Anderson, Paul Robeson, Art Blakey, Max Roach, Charlie Mingus, Sweet Edison, Dizzy Gillespie, Dave Brubeck, Pearl Bailey, Billy Eckstein, Elvin Jones, James Moody, the three Heath brothers, Roy Haynes. That's just to name a few. I mean, I could go all through all of them, but you know, you're 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 among good company, brother. Lesson, <laughs> lesson to be there. Yeah, that's that's, that's quite an accomplishment. I'm very really thankful. You know, quite an accomplishment. Very thankful for uh, being. Uh, Tom Duffy, who's, who's overseeing that initiative right now, and, and um, selected me 
and whoever else was involved, and with Willie Ruff and all the work he did for all the years for the uh, Elegant Fellows, and all the work that he's done in, here in New Haven for jazz. Yeah. He, he's uh, really been a, a pillar and a, a wonderful person that's been, was a role model for me, still is. Mm. He's the artistic director for the Yale School of Music. Yes. Yeah. Now, also, uh, since we last talked, uh, you were part of a panel which discussed the documentary film Unsung Heroes, the music of jazz in New Haven. And you were in that film. Yes, yes. Yeah, do you want to say a few words about that? Yes, that was a, a, a very good a documentary. And uh, it had a lot of people that was interviewed in that, that are not with us right now. So there's a lot of good oral history there, and there's some pictures in there. I sure uh, hope people can go look. I think it's on Vimeo, Unsung Heroes. Uh, let's go to uh, Vimeo. Uh, I believe that's where it is. And it talked about jazz in New Haven, all of the great stars that came in, and a big focus was done on uh, Rufus Greenlee, who was the proprietor of the Great Monterey uh, Restaurant Jazz Club that um, was one of the wombs that bore me. <laughs> mm. Yes, yeah, I'm a, I'm a product of the, uh, of the Monterey and many other musicians and so many of the groups from out of town, they would come into New Haven and stay at the Monterey for a week, a, a month, sometimes longer than that. And upstairs, uh, Mr. Mr. Grinney, he had a apartment upstairs so the, so the band didn't have to go to a hotel they stayed in the apartment upstairs, so it was nice. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. It was, it was, that, that, um, that whole um, um, the video, that whole documentary, it talked about all the different jazz clubs that was that was in New Haven at that time. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really good. I think it's a, a must-have for people that are interested in the development of jazz in New Haven. Is how such a, a, a mecca that uh, New Haven was during that time. Uh, it, was, it was very, 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 uh, very good um, environment. Very. Um, um, and I know you're you're proud of being from New Haven, oh, yeah. and and uh, the fact that uh, New Haven helped to nurture you to become who you are today. Yes, I'm well, going to play something for you, and I want you to listen to it, and then I want uh, I'd like to hear your comment. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the world-famous Village Vanguard. Great to see you here this evening. The geography on stage is a little different because uh, we are recording live tonight. Yes. Uh, it is always a pleasure to be here at the world-famous Village Vanguard as I have uh, been saying for all this week and all last week, uh, for the last seven years, I've had a uh, wonderful opportunity to come here every December. So this is like uh, my home gig every December, and I don't take that for granted. So thank you to Lorraine Gordon and everyone here at the Village Vanguard. And thank you. I would like to introduce you to the members of the trio on the drums, originally from Jacksonville, Florida. 
Uh, he is my ace. We've been playing together now for about a good six years. He plays not only in this trio, but also my big band and also my quintet, Inside Straight. And uh, I like to call him my American Express card because I don't leave home without him. <laughs> His name is Ulysses Owens Jr. <laughs> Ulysses Owens Jr. pianist, uh, I think you will agree, he is one of the brightest shining stars in the jazz world today. <laughs> He's originally from that booming jazz metropolis known as New Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I first met him, I was uh, I, I was told that he had been mentored by the late great Dr. Billy Taylor in his preteens, and the late great Hank Jones. So anybody who was you know 11, 12 years old getting to be around those grandmasters, you know they got something special in their sauce, <laughs> and uh, he's got that and more. Mr. Christian Sands, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Sands. Okay, so um, what do you think about that? Oh, every time I hear Chris's name uh, mentioned, I feel so good and I, like my blood tingles because Christian, um, he's done so much at the, at the young age that he, that he is. He's he's definitely was a prodigy, and his uh his parents recognized that, but they also were intelligent enough. To know that that potential he has is just ability, so they nurtured it, mm -hmm. and, and they they took him uh, to neighborhood middle school where he studied under the tutelage of uh, piano tutelage, tutelage of uh, Rex Cal Rollinger, and then under other people like myself and, and Jeff Fuller he was in our, our, our ensembles, and when he was twelve. Uh, Jeff Fuller and I we did a recording with him because I think as I mentioned the last time I was on your show that I told his parents that when I was young, I was in a band in New Haven with the, the great, uh, the late great Bill Fitch on Coongas, and the leader actually was Paul Huggins, who passed away. Paul played all of the percussion instruments, and he taught many people for through, through, through the years. You know, He taught many people in New Haven the, uh, all the Afro-Cuban rhythms, Brazilian rhythms, West African rhythms, you know, djembe, kungas, all, all of them, those, those rhythms. So um, we had a band entitled the um, Cuban Knights, but we never recorded. That was back around 1950, 51, 52. So I told his parents, I said, if you could record him, so you have this history of his development. So um, we couldn't find any... Uh, middle school or high school students because Christian was 12 years old then. <laughs> and uh, so I told his parents, don't worry, I'll get Jeff Fuller. So Jeff Fuller and myself, we, we did a recording with him. And and Christian still stays in touch with me. Matter of fact, we talked uh, last week. Mm -hmm. What's today? Today is what, uh, March what, 15th, isn't it? 15th, yes. 15th, yes. So Christian and I talked last week. We talked a lot. You know? oh. talk, I talked to his father the day before yesterday, you know? Talked to, talked to Ryan uh, yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So two days ago was Ryan's birthday, matter of fact. Oh, the 13th. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, Christian's younger brother. Yeah, yeah, drummer. Yeah, yeah the drummer. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I started uh, teaching Ryan when he was four, going on five years old. Ryan is now this week. He made 27, I believe. Yeah, 27. And Ryan is going around the world, traveling uh, on the, on his own and with Christian and uh, re- recording. He just he just had to put a new CD out. Mm-hmm. You know. So so when I when I hear that, I say yes. And what makes me feel good, say, uh, I can't take any credit for that, but my hand is in that. My spirit is in that. For sure. <laughs> for sure. But w- one of the questions I had now, that that little clip that I played earlier, that was uh, bassist Christian McBride. Right, Christian McBride. And uh, that was at live at the Village Vanguard in New York, I think back in 2015, maybe. And uh, the, the, the thing I... I, I sort of took issue with was um, that he was joking when he said New Haven was a jazz metropolis or a jazz mecca. And I don't know, I took offense to that because I think it is. Because uh, he, he was laughing about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I, did, I didn't take, take offense to it because it, 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 it was of the jazz mecca, but it's not. It's coming back, but it's not the jazz mecca that it was. No, oh, of course not. Yeah, it's not. You know, be uh, before. I mean, you could go right on Dixon Avenue, and in one night you could not catch all of the sets. Yeah, that, yeah. That that, that 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 much music, and then in New Haven uh, as a whole, you couldn't catch all of, all of the sets in, in one weekend. Mm-hmm. There was too too much music going on. You know, so uh, it was like a like a little Harlem. I mean, Harlem had a, a lot of clubs. I was talking to my, my youngest son Najib. I mean. Uh, and Lou Donaldson, we we uh, were talking about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I was naming some of the clubs in Harlem. So Lou said, "Well, you forgot this one, you forgot that one," and I said, "Right, right." So we, uh, I had about thirty something names, maybe almost forty names. So when and Lou uh, brought some other names up, we had fifty-one jazz clubs that was going on in Harlem. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh-huh. this is simultaneous, you know. So yeah. Lou is ninety-six now. His, his mind is sharp. Sharp as a tack. You know? mm. He's just not playing his horn right now because of bronchitis. You know, so 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 uh, New Haven was like um, like little New York, and, and the New York musicians they loved to come here to perform in New, New Haven, and the Dixwell area. There was some uh, uh, clubs in the New Harbor area, but we didn't even look at it as New Harborville back then. But uh, but the Dixwell Avenue was where the majority of the jazz clubs were were. Uh, um, um, Housed, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, mm-hmm. yes. So it was a a, a, a mecca. It's, and so I, that's why I didn't take take a, take offense. To that well, New York statement. isn't what it was no, back New, when Charlie no. when Charlie Parker was doing in Fifty Second Street was was yeah. was booming in New York. Right, right. So that, that that's, a, that's a problem. Big, big, yeah, big uh, stuff was going on up in Harlem too. Right, so right. it's not the same either. It, right, it's not the same. Right. So yeah. so 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 we, so um um. So we can say Harlem was a mecca. Right now, I talked to to some of the people, and back then, when Lou and I was uh, uh, on the scene, I, Lou was on the scene before me. Quite naturally, he's older than I am. You know, I'll, I'll be uh, eighty two this Friday. <laughs> yeah, you got a birthday <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah. And Lou, like I said, is ninety six. We used to hang out together all the time. I I, I worked with Lou, but there was fifty one jazz clubs going on up in Harlem, mm. and now I think there might be three. 
three or two or three. Mm. So, and most places are not like they used to be. Most places. Yeah. You know, so. But we hope to change all of that. Yes, yes. By doing what back. we're doing right now. And uh, uh, that brings up uh, the fact that you're on the board of directors of Jazz Haven. Yes, which yes. part of uh, what you're trying to do is to promote jazz and uh, to bring it back to yes. the way it used to be. Right, and and you also part of Jazz Haven, <laughs> right? And and, the, and Jazz Haven, um, it's a great great organization. I think I might have mentioned it before, but the way that I started with Jazz Haven, I just wanted to, us to have uh, another jazz festival because the jazz festival has stopped, and so this group of us was talking, and people were venting. I said, I don't vent, I do. I said, my friends, close friends, are who's who in jazz. I said, we can have our own festival. So a group of people said they would um, wanted, wanted to do it, but it came down to just Doug Murrow, Alita Staten, and myself. And then we went to Paul Brown up in Hartford, and Paul Brown... I talked to Paul, and I, had, I invited Doug, uh, Doug to come with me, and Paul told us what to do, and said you have to have have a friend and, and, and some support from City Hall, as, as well as other other community members. So, so we were able to do it. So we didn't have, to, um, I didn't have a vehicle. So Doug, Doug Morrow had Jazz Haven. So I said, Doug, let's put it to uh, Jazz Haven. So Doug said, Okay, we do that. So well, what else should we do? I said, Don't worry, Paul will tell us what to do. Then we went down City Hall. Barbara Lamb and, and Kim Futrell, they, they helped us and got us city services. And, you know, we, uh, we had a full-fledged jazz festival that went on, for, went on for 10 years. And so prior to the COVID, we didn't have enough uh, funding to continue. We went nine straight years. We started 2008. So we didn't have, have enough to, uh, to, to do that 10th year. And then, then also the COVID came in, and during that time of COVID, wasn't too much happening. So, but we still have done some events, and we're still trying to uh, uh, support the local uh, uh, jazz musicians. When I say local, as I mentioned before, I don't care where you live, you're local. I don't care what your name is, wherever you live, you're local. If you into that to that particular uh, 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 geographical location where you are, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're local. Mm-hmm. So, so Jazz Haven, we're trying to. Um, support the local musicians and try to be uh, find innovative ways to still promote and, and educate people about jazz and, and like your show your show we have the jazz calendar you always let people know I tell people want to know what's going on jazz wise mm-hmm. uh, check out the Jazz Haven website check out Stanley Welch's show you know uh, because mm-hmm. now you know so Jazz Haven that's what, that's what we're trying to do and bring it back and as you mentioned so, so none of the places are what they used to be. Mm. And I, I, what they used to be. I, you know, talked to uh, Christian Sands last week. He said out there where he is in California, he moved to California, and it's slow there as far as the performance venues. He's the artistic director for the Monterey Jazz Festival. Y- y- yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. And and that and some other things, too. That, that he's, mm. Plus, he, he's still traveling with his own with his own band, and he's very busy. He's doing, he's doing, he's doing a lot. You know, very, I'm, I'm so proud of him, and, and and people around the world are benefiting from his existence. Yeah, yes, that's great. Yes, people even uh, on YouTube trying to figure out what he's doing and saying, "What well, Christian Sands did this? Christian Sands did that?" They try to break it down mathematically, theoretically, what Christian did. But Christian 
he knows what he's doing, but he's coming from his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I always told him, I said, come from your heart. Analyze it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you now, um, in late January, there was a press conference on Dixwell Avenue uh, dealing with the Dixwell Revival Project. And you were part of that with um, Dolores Greenlee and Marcella Monk Flake. And uh, that was right in front of the Monterey. Yes. Uh, and the mayor was there, and uh, I guess the city had just purchased the Monterey. So uh, I, I guess they're going to do something there, but what is, what are you, now you're involved with that, I assume. No, I'm not. I, well, I, I'm just one of the people that the mayor had um, out there. Also, the, the minister from Beulah Heights was there, and so... Um, I'm Bishop wondered, Brooks. Uh, yeah, Bishop Brooks. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yes. I grew, I grew up with his father, uh, Theodore Brooks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, uh, so Bishop Brooks was there. And so we support the uh, revitalization of uh, the Dixville area, Dixville Avenue. Um, my only uh, feeling where I'm apprehensive about is that I don't want to see corporation come in there that has big money and then they're going to make all of the money and we just be those of us in the community we just be observers and consumers well that's that's why I'm saying now they I don't know if they used you because they had you there you're you're an artist a jazz musician they had Dolores Greenlee whose father owned the Monterey Rufus Greenlee, uh, jazz was, that was jazz's home in New Haven, yes. you know. Uh, Marcella Monk Flake. Marcella Monk is related to Thelonious Monk and T.S. Monk. Yes. So it seems to me like they were trying, they wanted to make sure that jazz was somehow involved in this. I And, and I don't know, I mean, is this, a, was this just a, just a facade? Are they just using you, you three, to to make it seem like the community's involved? If you're not involved, I mean, what what's going on? Yeah, no, so we we yeah, we don't don't have have any involvement, so we we support the fact that the the Monterey is going to be reopened and hoping that whoever the owners are will uh, have some programming in there that's uh, reflective of what was going on in the past. We know we can't be completely duplicated what was going on in the past. All right, because this is an election year now, and, yeah. uh, you know, I hope the mayor isn't, you know, running a game here and uh, <laughs> making it look like it's going to be something, and then they go and do with it whatever they want. You're not you're not sitting at the table. Marcella Monk Flake is not there, and nor is Doris to Dolores Greenlee, right? Right. Okay, so... The city will do what they want to do. Well, the city is going to, the mayor said that the city is hoping to sell it to um, a viable nonprofit uh, corporation that uh, has an interest in continuing something with the arts. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, um, I hope it's successful. 
you know, I, 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 I really, really do. Well, you, you but, have the mayor's ear on that now. I, I think. Mm-hmm. If, if, if something comes up and if you don't like it, are you going to say something to the mayor? Well, I don't know how much of the mayor's ear that I have. <laughs> but he I, had you speaking on behalf <laughs> of it. It seems to me that you would, you know, you would be able to to say, "Wait a minute." But if some if if something is going to uh, develop there that I that I feel that uh, I'm I'm not comfortable with, I definitely mm. would would speak out on. Absolutely, that. okay. Yeah, and you know, um, um, throughout the throughout the, the country, there's um, uh, well, how can I say this? There's plans that's going on in in, in the uh, in the in the African American communities, and because we don't have a, a lot of the access to, to, uh, to some of the uh, of, uh, financial institutions with, with, with a good uh, uh, in-place of, uh, community development corporations, CDCs. I think we have to have more CDCs. Um, so a lot of us, we just resort to apathy when it comes to our communities. And others come in, see the opportunity, and, and build, uh, I mean, like New Haven, Dixwell area, they're building Serious uh, projects over there. You know, uh, uh, you know they're building building senior citizens centers in Science Park. They're putting up 400 apartments and 21 townhouses right over where where I where I live. Over near yeah. Winchester. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And already went to part of the Winchester factory had been uh, developed into what they call the Winchester Lofts. And I went in there, my wife and I, for the grand opening and. Uh, it's, it, it's beautiful in there, you know. Um, but I like what Eric Clemens and, and, and Paul McCraven are doing. Um, it's the Dixwell Plaza. Yeah, yeah Dixwell Plaza. And I'm sure, sure would hope that uh, since no one has purchased that, I sure hope they get it. Because mm. Then I feel comfortable because um, they're already vested in the community. We see what they've done with the youth and everything. You know, so they're, 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 they're vested in the community. I would love to see them get it. Yeah, if they got it, my heart would be at rest. I know the right thing would be done. Absolutely, Paul McCraven's brother, Steve McCraven, is a drummer. Yes, yes, he worked with Archie Shep. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, and he's living in Paris. Right, and, yeah. and and Paul McCraven's daughter is working over Victoria McCraven over Next Haven. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So that, that's that's a venue that's there where that's where we have the um, uh, the screening of the documentary, Unsung Heroes, Unsung Heroes, and uh, so. Uh, She's uh, dealing with programming over there. So, some people that if you have some type of program you like to do, check out Next Haven. It's a very, very nicely. Uh, the decor is nice. The way the architecture was, did the uh, uh, renovation in there. The, the, the architecture design is nice. It's comfortable. It's modern. And so, I was there for for our event. Then I was there for a book reading, and actually, actually, it was a book a book a, uh, a book signing. And they read a portion of the book and the artwork. I forgot the artist, uh, and and the artist, uh, he's the one that that uh, did the artwork that's dealing with the chain gang. Mm-hmm. And he's actually he he passed away, but he's m- one of my cousin's uh, 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 father-in-law. <laughs> I forget I forget his 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 name. Uh, Rembert. Yes, yes, yes. So so um so so yes. Um, on the on the uh, activist side, 
we have to be more involved. I try to I try to get I get involved. We have to be at the table, but we have to have some faith in ourselves and and uh, put some money together ourselves and have our own CDCs. I'm wor- I'm working with a group in the Dixwood Newhallville area, you know, to uh, to to do that same type of uh, initiative. You know, I'm I, um, I'm working on the committee that uh, I'm co-chairing a committee to, to for economic uh, de- development, you know, for entrepreneur- entrepreneurship to help uh, find out different entities, opportunities that are available here in Connecticut, mm. so people can can uh, can get into business. Like like for instance, there's, there's one I think is under underutilized, and and there's some issues with it. People have told me they have some problems with. That's the uh, uh, was that America Works, you know, US, um, America Works. So this is a, a um, initiative where people could come in, they can get their GED, they can get get their uh, money for college, they can go into to different tr- uh, trades, uh, all the different medical professions, phlebotomy, uh, X-ray, dental technician, all that. They can go to college, and they they also can get paired with uh, uh, different uh, industries. And also people that own businesses can hire them and they'll get a stipend from the government to for hiring these people. So, so there's a lot. I'm trying to to get that information, bring it to the community, you know. Mm-hmm. So, right. so um, you know, we have to, have to be be involved, you know. You, you got your hand in a lot of things, a lot of things. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, Great. I don't know about a lot, but I'm just trying to, in any in, in area that um, uh, I feel that, I could be effective in, you know, I, I want to do it. I pray every day to God to bless me and all my, my, my wife and all my, all my descendants and their offspring to uh, bless us so that our lives will be beneficial to others. So whatever I do, whatever God bless me with, then it's not for me. It's, it's for me to share and try to help other, other people be uh, uh, strive for excellence in whatever they're doing. So that's, I call myself Jesse she is having the second. I call myself a human excellent advocate. So that's all I'm trying to be, be involved. Humanitarian. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a brief break here. We're going to play uh, uh, from 2002 Christian Sands, Jeff Fuller on bass, and you on the drums. This is Wave. <laughs>
drummer on that one is uh, our guest, our special guest, Jesse Hameen II. Christian Sands, piano, Jeff Fuller on the bass. I'm sorry? Let me say something on that. Now, we listen to that. I haven't heard that song in a long time. Now, no one would ever guess that that was a 12-year-old playing piano like that. I know. <laughs> I mean that is that is a gift, you know. Absolutely, that young man was touched, and it's it, God touched him. <laughs> yeah, that was two thousand two. You cannot teach that. You could teach people of, of theory, you know, how to play the chords, the, the, the theoretical side of it. But th- that talent, that feel, that coming from the heart like that, I mean, um, most people entering college right now cannot play on that level. That feel that, that that he's done. Most people, a lot of them graduating from college, cannot play on that level that he did. Perform and, and um, with the uh, emotion, the uh, the intellect, you know, telling a story like that, mm-hmm. rhythmically, you know. So yes, so um, and Christian, um, I'm so happy that uh, that God blessed me to be affiliated with him and his family. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, but even the fact that he had the I don't know. If I were 12 years old, I don't know, even if I was a 12-year-old musician playing with adult musicians who are, you know, have already recorded and have already been in the business for years, it would be, uh, I, I don't know, I, I, I would have difficulty with that. But it, it sounded like, you know, he was just as comfortable as he could be. Well, you know, what happened? I talked to him. I said, Christian. I said, um, this is your CD. Forget about Jeff Fuller. Forget about me from an instructor's standpoint. I said, people, one of the problems people have is hats. What I call a hat, in other words, um, you, you can wear a hat. Now, you and I can wear the hats. Well, we are um, music lover hats. Right now, you would doing the, the interview on the interviewee you know mm-hmm. um you you uh we both are That's my hat <laughs> <laughs> it's my hat yeah. so people got to know what hat they put on exactly. uh, sometimes you might be the teacher i'm the student uh, we, we might wear the hat of, of our citizens of the united states we wear the hats of of, of being uh, um, citizens of new haven we wear the hat of of, of being african-american we, but, but we, we might might wear that wear that wear the hats of of, of of whatever we're involved in on different levels, you know. So sometimes people wear one hat, and if someone's a teacher, then forever every time they look at you, that's my student. Not, not knowing that you can learn something from, from that individual or, or somebody's um, whatever. You if if you're in a, in a, in a church or or, or any kind of religious institution, someone's your preacher or your or your, or your priest or your rabbi or your imam so every conversation with a lot of them when they have with you they wear that one hat no sometimes they're your student mm-hmm. so 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 that's why i told christian i said relax we are not here in teaching mode you know uh-huh. i said jeff forget the teaching mode i said me forget the teaching mode i said open up this is christian he's the leader on this here and let's make this thing happen and so and that's and it was magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's obvious. <laughs> and he, 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 he was relaxed. It. We relaxed him. So don't worry about it. You know, that's yeah. that's my cue to for the uh, the jazz calendar. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back shortly with uh, 
Jesse Hamid II. The Jazz Haven Jazz Calendar is a quick rundown of some of the jazz in the area. It's Wednesday, and each and every Wednesday you can join jazz drummer Gil Hawkins and his jazz collective at the Owl Shop, downtown New Haven. Performances from 9 until midnight, and there's no cover, no music cover charge, NMCC. On Friday, March 17th, for a unique audio experience, join jazz historian Frank Cochran for Friday Happy Hour Jazz at the Institute Library, downtown New Haven. From 5.30 to 7, you can listen to rare and classic jazz recordings from the Institute's extensive vinyl collection. Each week, he features a different artist. And this week, it's the late, great saxophonist Wayne Shorter. And uh, we're going to go more into this, but uh, also on Friday, March 17th, it's the birthday of Jesse Harmin II, and there's going to be a birthday bash at 7 p.m. at the Neighborhood Music School, part of the Teaching Artists Concerts concert series featuring jazz, music, and tap dancing with Jesse Harmin II, Darren Litzy on piano, Hanif Nelson on trumpet, Wayne Escoffrey on the tenor sax, Jeff Fuller bass, and Louisa Carnes and Alexis Robbins tap dancing. It's free and open to the public. And this weekend up at Connecticut's premier jazz spot, the Side Door Jazz Club uh, at the Old Lime Inn on Friday, it's trumpeter Dominic Farinacci and his quartet. And on Saturday, it's Jane Barnett and Makiki. Both night shows begin at 8.30 p.m. And each and every Saturday, it, Saturday it's that historic jazz jam at Cafe 9, downtown New Haven, 4 to 7 p.m. All musicians are welcome to sit in after the first set. No music cover. And for that jazz brunch on Sunday, March 19th, go to the Lobster Shack in East Haven. It, the brunch runs from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And this Sunday's featured artists are bassist Jeff Fuller and guitarist Joe Carter. For reservations and information, call... 203-483-8414. No music cover charge. And finally on Tuesday, join vocalist Kevin St. James and his quintet at Christopher Martin's New Haven. Music is from 8 to 11 p.m. NMCC. That concludes the jazz calendar for the week. Go to jazzhaven.org for the complete calendar and updates. And check out some live jazz this week. It's America's only original art form.
Jesse, welcome back. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, now we just did the jazz calendar, and I guess you have a birthday coming up. So, how old is Jesse? How mean the second? So, how old will you be on Friday? The time just blew. I will be eighty-two years old. Wow. Eighty-two, wow. and I feel so blessed. I'm still able to perform. Still be able to be in, in, involved in community life, you know. Uh, still try to be beneficial to my family, my community, and you know. I'm, uh, another thing I'm involved in too, I didn't mention too. I'm, I'm also one of the commissioners for arts and culture in New Haven. <laughs> right. So I'm able to. I'm I'm, I'm living a busy life, and um, and I'm t- still teaching at neighborhood middle school. I'm over there three days teaching, and and I'm also uh, teaching a, 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 a two. Religious classes on on Saturday, you know, <laughs> online. I'm I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm involved in a lot. So this Saturday, as you mentioned in the in the calendar, we'll be doing a performance, and I'm happy that one of the uh, available dates was March 17th, which is great. That's the day I was born, you know, and uh, okay. you know, you know, my I changed my name in 1979. You know, I was born Jesse Kilpatrick Jr. Okay, you know, my father was Jesse Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick is an Irish name. Yes. And seven, March 17th is St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, you know. How about that? <laughs> People always come to me and say, uh, how how you get a name like that? I said, how do you think I got a name like that? <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> so, so uh, yes, yeah, so anyway, so we, we hope, hope to have some fun uh, uh, this weekend. Uh, great musicians, you know, are uh, going to be there. And the, the tap dancers, because back in the, 50s and the 60s, when we had shows and we had tap dancers, mm. MC, a, a comedian, you know, tap dancers, and that was all part of a jazz show. You know? mm. Yes, mm. yes, yes. So if you went to the like the the, the uh, uh, Village Vanguard, we, we performed those places. The Blue Note, that was something different. But like in, in the Chitlin Circuit and in the, in the in the black communities, you know, we we had MC and tap dancers. All that was it was, it was great. So, yeah. so this is this, this is going to going to be fun, you know. <laughs> well, I I understand that you're uh, you're not the only creative artist in your family now. Um, your wife is a, a filmmaker. Yes, uh, her uh, her bachelor degree was in uh, filmmaking. So in the four years that you learn in filmmaking, then your final product is when you do a film. And she she did a film. The, the name of her film was Unspoken Conversation. And it was back then. That was 1987. Since then, she has two two masters. She uh, was teaching public school, not film, but was teaching teaching public school. And she, early. Um, Tell us your wife's name. Her name is Iman Uktahamin. Mm-hmm. You know, she's from New Haven. I I um, I met her here in New Haven in 1973. Of September the 26th, I came over to visit. And I met her. My cousin Vincent McCauley uh, introduced us. So we said, "You don't like this sister." We, her, her and I went to school together, and 
So I talked to her for a while, and then I got her phone number. We talked that afternoon. So I, I told her that I even on the phone, you know, I said, look, I'm coming back to New Haven in 13 days. And when I come back, I'm going to bring you an engagement ring, and I'm going to meet your mother. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I did, and we got married 30 days later, uh, wow. uh, November 26th. That was uh, 1973. So this year... Is 2023, so November 26th would be 50 years. 50 years, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so. And you've been playing music for 60 years. Oh, no, no, no. Six no. six decades. Uh, more than that. I've, I've, I've been doing it uh, for for a living, living since. Uh, the 50s, right? Since, uh, no, for a living since 1962. I, that's when I came out to serve in 1962. Okay. I, I did it. Professionally, when I was like uh, uh, 10, 11, and, and, and 12, but that you know, I, I, we got money. We 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 was we was performing professionally. We had that band. I've told you about the uh, mm-hmm. Cuban Knights. But then I went into service. I came out in 1962, and then since then I've been doing it for for a living. Right. Oh, that's yeah, 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 that's yeah. So, six decades. Yeah, right, right. Sixty right. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, um, anyway, so her film, uh, unspoken conversation. It could be seen right now on on Vimeo, and in 2012 it was it was put into um, a collection with some other um, African American film uh, female filmmakers with the um, the uh, I asked I, I, I um, yeah I, I put my I put on my notes so I can get this right I'm I'm, I'm gonna the, the the big time people on the TV they have teleprompters right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I put some notes so I can, I guess so I get everything, get everything because it's it's very important. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Her, her, yeah, they, they, it was at the Chicago University of Chicago. They flew us out, paid for all the hotels, the flights. The when food. was that? that? A couple of weeks ago. That right? was uh, yeah, two weeks ago. That okay. was uh, March third. We went out, and we did the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday, full full uh, itinerary each day, and uh, we came back that that. Um, that's that Monday. So it's so, so anyway, um I'm I'm gonna read so I don't mess anything on this. It's important. Okay. It's uh it's unspoken conversation and it's a collection um in the Smithsonian Institute, Museum for, Amer- for American Art and Culture. It was inducted in two thousand twelve. Um it's in the Pearl Bowser a collection and uh, she's she's a noted filmmaker and ar- archivist. And so um the reason the film and the other films that were the, the filmmakers was in that uh, collection. They get more more recognition now because of uh, um, the popularity of, of, of Kathleen Collins. Her, her her she was a she was a great filmmaker, and and uh, she um, um, she had two independent feature films. You know, so and she was a uh, uh, innovator, and so she was one of uh, my wife's Iman's uh, teachers at the pick a film of. Um, Institute when she was in uh, City College in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Kathy um, uh, Carter's film is shown on Turner Turner Movie Classics. She has two two feature films, and um, the unspoken conversation was broadcast on a Learning Channel and PBS, and and uh, a, a part of a women's series in 1990, and um, it received some numerous awards. And and, and um, but anyway, there's, there's a lot, lot of other other notes here, but 
it was it was it was great. I I did the score <laughs> for the for the for the film. It's black and white. It's a short film, twenty nine minutes, and right now you can see it on Vimeo for for a while. And hopefully next year it's going to be shown here in New Haven during the um, the uh, um, Juneteenth. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes, for the last, um, I guess this would be the eleventh year, or twelve year. Will it be this June? Yeah, this, 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 yeah, this June team. My oh. wife, my wife and daughter, uh, my wife's Iman. Your daughter uh, I mean, is another uh, <laughs> <laughs> creative artist. So yeah, 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 they've been doing doing Juneteenth here way before people didn't know what Juneteenth was, and and my wife is on the National Juneteenth Committee. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, and, my, and my daughter's doing a lot of different things also. You know, so. Yeah, they've, they've been doing that. There was an article uh, on her in the New Haven Register yeah, yeah, yeah. two weeks ago on uh, in the Sunday Register. Right, and I just want to say this also, and they didn't do Juneteenth by themselves. They're doing this in collaboration with the uh, um, uh, uh, international uh, the, the arts arts and uh, arts festival, it, yeah. arts and ideas, arts, arts and, and ideas. ideas. Festival. You know, so, so, international uh, festival, arts and ideas. Arts and ideas. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's a good organization, and it's, 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 not, it's not a good organization that um, they are serving the community, and they and they need our support yeah, because they they let the community speak. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's what's 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 good about an organization like that. We need those kind of organizations. Okay, we've got uh, approximately four minutes, so Jesse, we're going to play uh, one of the tunes from your last r- recording, and I want to ask you: Are you going to record again? Oh yes. Um, How soon can we expect something from you? I'm, I'm working on some things now, and and I did a one recording that we didn't release yet, but I'm working on something now. Oh okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm getting the music straight now. All right, we'll look forward to that. This this is from your uh, recording, "Sign of the Times," Jesse Hamid the second. Jesse Hamid II on drums, Charles Irland on the B3, 
Rodney Jones, Melvin Sparks on the rhythm guitar, Benny Powell on trombone, and TK Blue on the alto. We want to thank you for listening to Jazz Haven, and uh, we've got to go, but uh, we want to make sure that everyone uh, shows up on Friday for Jesse Hameen II's birthday. Jesse, you want to say just a few more things about that? Yes. Um, I hope to see you all um, on Friday. And on, on this CD, this is New Haven, because Rodney Jones, the guitarist, he was born in New Haven. His, his father was in the Divinity School student at Yale, and Charles Erlin, I met him here in New Haven. He was working at the Monterey, I was working at Golden Gate, and the next day they hooked us up and we were like brothers forever. You know, Charles passed away uh, a while back, but yes. So, um, and this is what you're hearing here, this is the kind of music we should groove in New Haven. Now, this, is, this is it, you know? All right, we, got, thank, it, we yeah, got to run. Yeah, thank you for having me. All I, right. I enjoy you, always enjoy you. And let, thank you. Yes. We have to do it again. This didn't know us, we love you. All right. <laughs>